Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Cheyenne Monet. And I'm Matt, and you're listening to Sweet 732 The Podcast, where life is sweet. And before you do anything, make sure you follow us online at Sweet 732 Pod. And this episode is sponsored by Education Success, which assists high school students with the college application and admission process. They believe that with their assistance, any education goal is obtainable. All right, let's get into the show. All right, so on today's show, I think that we need to have a conversation about technology and specifically smartphones. So I'm out and about um, just enjoying the, the mall and all of that. I, I look around me and I can't help but to notice that it seems like everybody, and this isn't news, obviously, it just seems like everybody is glued to their phone. And I started to think to myself, you know, our generation is really kind of suffering from the advent of technology to an extent. Just because I feel like we haven't properly found the balance between when to use it and when it's becoming a bit excessive. Would you agree? Agree. Are you so? This is just the millennial generation you're speaking of, or the gen- generation after us? Because I think, I think that, they're worse. I think they're going to be worse, but I think our I think it's hit our generation, and we haven't quite found the balance. And I think that the generations after us are in even more trouble because we've not found the balance, and they're growing into it, and it's only getting bigger and bigger. Like I remember when Facebook first came around. And Facebook was like a really, really big deal, but you only had access to it sparingly because right. as a kid, when you went to um, class, when you went to school or whatever, there was no Facebook. Like you, you didn't have that as a mobile app on your phone. Right. So you kind of could only get on Facebook at certain hours of the day. And then even when you went home, it wasn't like everybody had a laptop computer. So you were kind of right. using that old style computer and you had to share that with your brothers and your sisters and your parents. So you weren't on Facebook at all times. Whereas now, you know, you can be on that for every single second of the day if you wanted to. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so my first question to you, right? As I'm thinking about it, would you say, and this is just a thought that I had, like I mentioned, I thought that these devices are beginning to kind of kill us off slowly and we're not really realizing it. Would you say that they are kind of ruining the way that our generation just kind of, um, well, in, in general, would you say that they're kind of killing our generation in a way? And if so, which way would you say so? I think they're killing us. It's hard because smartphones in general allow us the ability to access information at any time, to reach family members, friends at any time. But then it also brings a distance between the people who we're interacting with or the right. things that we're trying to do. So for example, like for those individuals who went to college before technology, before smartphones, and they actually had to go to libraries and to pick, pick up, up books. Book. Yeah. Like shout out to them because God I feel like forbid. their their degree is worth so much so much more than like ours was because we could just easily google something and look something up and yeah so and they know I, how to make a bibliography too god bless them right and we can just clearly go to purdue owl pull up the easy the, bib the, right easy bib internet information and it makes it for you so i think that it is it is killing us and it's taking us away from actually putting in the work to um 
to get those to get those degrees and to research that information that we need but then also just in general communication with the people who we're trying to connect with it's not really allowing us to do that yeah i agree i think that i struggle with the dynamic because like you made a lot of good points and i think that it has helped a lot but then at the same time i look at just the way that um, we interact with people when we're out in public. You know what I mean? When you're at a bar, you're at a club or whatever. And I've heard a lot of people say, you go to a club these days and men aren't interacting with women. Women aren't interacting with men. Right. Women are interacting with their phone and men are interacting with their phone. Right. And there's nothing weirder than being in a club and you see a bunch of men on their phone trying to act like <laughs> Instagram models. Yeah. yeah, trying to show off their, their physique in a way to yeah. the internet. Yeah. So when I see things like that, and then I also see what initially was meant to be a positive with the advent of smartphones and attempting to allow people that are on the more creative side to easily share their content and their ideas with other people. And then I see things like cyberbullying, which leads to um, greater numbers of kids you know, wanting to commit suicide and harm themselves and this, that. It's almost like you almost wonder if we were back in the days like when you and I had been kind of growing up. And there was, there was no easy way to just simply see what someone on the other side of the country, much less the world, is up to. You almost wonder if the world would kind of be in a better headspace. Yeah, I mean... I, not, technolo- not technologically, just purely just a mental, mental... Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with now. Um, it's always, what is that person doing? I mean, we was watching... Um, and that's that, the other thing. Go ahead. We were watching that video from Gary Vee yesterday, and it was like, people are so concerned about how many people are following them and um, how many subscribers they have to their channel. And we're not really, we're not focused on what's actually important anymore. You know, and even, I don't really, I know we don't really like to talk about politics, but I know the big thing is a lot of people are always like telling our president to stop tweeting and to just focus on like what's going on in the world. And so that has caused like problems just with the general public because we're, we're, some people have kind of grown to think that, we can't really get behind him because he's so focused on tweeting. Yeah, it's like he's a what. Yeah, it's like he's acting as though he's a fourteen-year-old adolescent. Right. So like, just people have different opinions, obviously, about politics. But you know, even that, it, it kind of sets a tone because you see the leader of our free world doing that and then it's setting a bad example for our children so whatever but not to get into policies but i did want to mention really quickly what you were saying about um going out to the club and you see like people on their phones and stuff like that men women everything and so like i had this personal example from i went to like spring break one year Hanging out with my friends, and I really just, like, I'm the type of person where I just want to have a good time. Like, if I really don't go out that much, because I'm really not into the party scene, but if I go out, I really just want to have a good time, vibe with people, listen to good music, whatever. And so, like, I literally go out with a group of three other girls, and there's two of the girls are literally on Snapchat the entire time we're there, and it's like me and the other girl having a good time. And they're, they thought that we were kind of pushing ourselves away from them and it's kind of like well yeah because i don't want to be in a club the whole time literally on snapchat letting letting the whole world know what i'm doing every time a song i like comes on and that's the part where i think that smartphones have negatively impacted our generation because we feel with this device in our hand that we need to update the entire world on every single right every single thought we have every single move we make 
And conversely, if you're on the other side of that, we fall victim to being overly nosy and wanting to know too, too much about certain people who at the end of the day, regardless of where they're at in society, they put their pants on one leg at a time. So we really shouldn't be all that wrapped up in what it is that they're doing. And I mean, everybody, I mean, I do it, you do it. Everybody does it to an extent where you, you have people that you enjoy hearing from and seeing what they're up to because you may, you maybe admire them or whatever. But within reason, I think that you find that people are a little bit too invested in other people's personal life. And I think that that's what's, that's what's wild to me because we're invested in people that one, we don't even know at all. Or like a lot of people are, are invested in people's lives who they don't like. Which I don't get. So, like, like for example, I know people, like, that they, like, let's say they went to high school with somebody or middle school or whatever, and they see them on Facebook or whatever. Anytime they see them, they're like, this girl is doing this. She's so annoying, da da da, da. But it's like, but you're following her life. You're literally checking to see what she's doing. So why are you so concerned about that? I don't, I just never got that. Like, to me, I'm always like, I really personally don't really care what a lot of other people are doing, except um, unless they're like really close to me or I really care about them. But like people just seem to be worried about the wrong things and putting effort into the wrong things and the wrong people. Right. So talking about the whole experience of being in a club and seeing a bunch of people on their phone and not just simply enjoying the atmosphere, I've always held the feeling that Technology has allowed us to better create memories to an extent. Agreed. And the counter argument would be the almost you're killing your experience because rather than just enjoying the experience, you're worried about trying to get it on Snapchat, trying to get a picture for Instagram and so on and so forth. So what would you say? So I don't I don't think I take back what I just said about me agreeing. I don't think it necessarily allows us to better create memories. I think it captures. Yes, it allows us to capture our memories better. I do agree with that because like I can look back at my Instagram and I'm like, oh, crap. Like this is stuff I did like, you know, freshman year of college or whatever. So it does bring back like good memories. I do think that it is killing experiences because like you said, we haven't got, um, we haven't figured out the balance yet of how much time to spend on our smartphones and how much time to spend in the real world. And like, for example, if we go, if I go on vacation with like me and a couple of girls, I want to know that like, yeah, we can be on our phone capturing the moments, but we don't want to spend our entire night being focused on letting the whole world know that we're at this club. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't really, we're not really experiencing it at that point. Yeah, I think it's funny. I I was looking at a picture a while ago. It was this old lady and she was at a parade of some sorts, old white lady. And everybody around her is so focused on having their phone out and capturing the moment on their phone and doing something for Snapchat or Facebook or whatever. And there's this old lady amidst all of that and she's got no phone in sight and is just watching it and taking all of the moment in. And so when I look at things like that, I have to say that it's it's really killing our ability to just live in the moment because I feel if, so back then, right, you still had the ability to create and capture memories. You still had a camera. 
it may have not been as easy to operate as simply you can literally take a picture on your smartphone with two fingers right. and ha- and have it forever and take as many as you want or whatever. And it doesn't require any amount of legwork to go get them developed and yeah. you can retake it if it's a bad picture. It doesn't require all that. But yet and still, people are obsessing over taking a, a shit ton of pictures and just not simply just taking a step back to realize, wow, like I've, I'm seeing something really, really dope here. Right. Exactly. So do you think that smartphones allow us to feel connected to those people and those things around us and and not necessarily even just around us in our neighborhood, but across the nation, across the world, or are we just becoming numb to those things? I think we are becoming overly connected. I think that it would do us all good to become a bit less connected just because I think that, and this this is probably more pertinent to people our age where you're in adulthood. So you really shouldn't be too concerned with the next man or woman. I think that because of the smartphone, it's enabled a lot of pocket watching, a lot of hating, a lot of just unnecessary scrutiny. That's my thoughts. What about yeah. you? Um, I have to say personally, I don't feel connected to anyone via social media unless I have their cell phone number personally and we talk one-on-one personally. Um, And the reason I say that is just because there's so many people on social media. There's so many people who I follow, who follow me, who we went to elementary school together, etc. But that doesn't mean that we're friends, you know. I don't feel like I know you just because... I saw that you just had a baby and you posted their picture. Like, so you, you would know. say that you are actually numb to? Yeah, yeah, basically. I could see that. I mean, I, I, I could sympathize with that too, just because, like you said, there are people that I felt like I grew up with, but we just kind of lost touch. But and yet, still, I see everything that goes on with their life because right. I accepted a Facebook friend request, or they accepted a Facebook request for me. So I know everything that's going on, and it doesn't hold the same weight right. as when exactly. you pick up the phone and have a conversation. Right. So then, would you say, speaking of picking up the phone and having a conversation, I've heard a lot of people, and I was talking about this with a good friend of mine not too long ago. A lot of people, and I think women say this a lot, when it comes to being able to converse with someone in person. Because you people were so used to doing it via text, it's negatively impacted our way to just have a convo with people. Would you? Yeah, definitely. I think this goes back to our first episode we had about debunking myths. And we talked yeah. about um, just millennials dating in general. And we've met people online. We've met people, you know, just a lot of people meet people online now or on Instagram in the DMs, et cetera. And so because of that, your first interactions with these people are literally via a direct message on the social media side or right. via a text message. You're not really like picking up the phone and calling a person and having a conversation. So there's been um, a lot of instances that I heard of that you go out and when you finally do meet up with the person and then you're kind of like, yeah. Lost for words and there's kind- a there's a lack of charisma I think yeah. that comes with it and and me I'll fall on the sword here I personally am a victim of this because I prefer to text than to be on the phone just because I feel like I can do a bevy of different things as you know yeah but having said that I still value the ability to see someone in person and hold a conversation with them. And to generally like have an experience with them when we're right. in the flesh, but a lot of people can't do that. Yeah, like, and it's, it's it's a skill. It's it's 
it's different to say if we're ha- let's say we're having a quote unquote serious conversation via a text message. Let's it say can only we're be but so serious. Exactly. It can only be but so serious. But then also I'm a al- via a text message, it allows you to write your thoughts, go back and reread them, reorganize your thoughts. Whereas when you're talking to someone in person, it allows you to get that raw opinion from them, that first instant conversation, back to back discussion. So and it also, it's a different it's different. It is. And I, I think it also allows for the inclusion of nonverbals to play right, a role exactly. in communication because and and you and I notice it when we text each other we'll maybe have a miscommunication and have to go back and clear it up um right. just and because, we know each other right exactly right. but that's just because with the text you can't tone is is stripped yeah. away oh gosh, totally. body language is stripped away all of that other stuff that go into just simply the way you convey a message is taken away because yeah. it's just a matter of characters in a phone Speaking of tone, let me just bring this into the workplace because it just shocks me with the amount of people who are in our generation who cannot develop a proper email to someone. And literally, it's like, did you reread that message before you so sent it? So they send emails as though they're sending a text. Not they might not necessarily. So I say that because. When you send, when you're sending an email, and let's say we've talked via email, but we've never actually really met in person, so I don't really know you, which can happen a lot. That happens a lot. Yeah, all the time. So I don't necessarily know you, so I can't assume how your tone could be. And by people sending messages, sometimes they don't go back and reread it and think how their tone is coming off in the message. Right. So it's like people haven't had those those experiences or that um, exposure to how to properly develop an email because they've been taking so much time communicating via their smartphone and they haven't really been in the real world in the workplace to develop these techniques, you know? And that yeah. happens to me all the time where I'm literally like, okay, hold up, did she really just say that? Like, because I'm like, listen, I might have to go walk over to her office real quick to let her know who I am. Like, And that happens all the time because people, they just don't know what to say, one. But then two, it's like the way you develop your, your um, argument, but then also your tone that you put into the argument. And a lot of times, like, I'll send it to someone who I'm really cool with that word, be like, hey, read this. Did she sound like, like, should I say something back to her? Did she sound like she was coming off the wrong way? Because some people just, that tone, it makes a big difference, you know? And some people don't even know what tone is. Like, let's take it back to elementary, middle school. Some people don't even know what tone is to like really figure out how that's affecting the conversation. Right. But so speaking about the inclusion of smartphones in the workplace, let me get your opinion on this because you work in the public sector. I work in the private. Correct. So, as you know, my phone from my last job would be kind of glued to my hip because I'm getting my work emails pushed to my personal cell phone. Right. As someone who doesn't have that same sort of connectivity to their career, would you say that cell phones have positively or negatively influenced the way that they play in in the workplace? So, for me, I think it the lack of me having my cell phone has been positive for me personally. But on the whole, on the whole, like not taking yourself out of your own predicament. On the whole, I think that if you don't have your cell phone in the workplace, I think that it's positive. And And I say that for a bevy of reasons. So I started working there when I was 17. I was literally still a minor. I was a child. So obviously my cell phone was probably stuck to my hip all the time. So that forced me 
to learn that listen your cell phone is not that important you can life put your on, right, right life goes on you could put your cell phone away for a few hours and then also it forced me to to get up from my desk and go talk to people go interact with people face to face learn how to have proper phone conversations with people who can be you know 55 years old and they've been working at the agency for however many years and they are senior to the agency and I'm 17 it taught me that ability to have these conversations via the phone in person and via email just because I didn't have my phone distracting me at work and so like I know even my mom would say like yeah that's crazy like I wish we had something like that in my job because these girls they be here they on their phones they got their headphones in their ear they're listening to music or they're watching I'm that guy yeah and like people do that and I mean if your if your organization (laughs) allows you to do that then so be it. But for me, it allowed me to mature a little bit quicker, I think. And it took that away from me. And then even now, there's... Um, I know I've told you about this kid before who... I keep calling him a kid, but we're exactly the same age. But anyway, he... Um, He's a grown man. He is a grown man. I actually think he might be older than me. Let's, but anyway, yeah. we work together. And literally, the lack of interpersonal skills that this guy has is absolutely berserk to me. Like, the fact that you can walk into the office... And, like, when I walked to the office, I always be like, good morning. So, just say a general good morning. Like, the fact that, like, this individual doesn't even have the ability to say good morning or he doesn't even, like, literally we sit right across from each other. He'll send me an instant message. Like, just things like that is crazy. Like, right. I'm, I'm literally sitting right in front of you. You can ask me a question out loud. Yeah. So, just, like, I personally think that me not having my cell phone has been good for me and I think it's good in the workplace. I think... It is, so speaking from my vantage point of having my phone at work and then basically having my work via my phone when I'm not in the office, yeah. it is, it, it, on a professional level, it's great, obviously, because it increases productivity and it keeps you connected, which I guess is on the whole, if you're taking it like macro level, it's mm-hmm. a good thing to be that connected. But then at the same time, um, like you said, it does kind of allow, I guess, just sloppiness in terms of the way that you communicate. Right. And then also just think about like the fact that... And then of course, before you before you go into that, and then of course, just simply... And, and this isn't necessarily the case with me. I think it may have been the case with me when I was younger and first starting out, but you don't quite have that balance of okay I'm at work so I need to put the phone down and if I'm bored I need to go find something productive to do with my boredom and try to really make my mark here because you know the way that kids our age deal with boredom is you go to Twitter you go to Instagram you go play a game on your phone or something like that right and I was gonna say just also me personally I love the fact that like I can leave work at work and leave my personal life right. and my personal life. So I don't have, like, when I leave work, that's it. I'm not accessing any information and doing anything like that. Because, like, if I had access to all of my work via my cell phone, then that would cause, like, people to call, possibly call me on the weekends. Like, hey, we need all you. hours of the night. I'm t- I, As, and that's I'm how. I'm not trying to do that. And, that's, and, you, and you know through me that that's how I sometimes um, found myself spending my nights and weekends. Right. Um, and your holidays, which was wild. I care not to revisit those days. I try to block those out. So as we wrap up, let's just recap. So we would say that on the whole, the good 
versus the bad in cell phones? How do they stack up? Does the good outweigh it or is it the other way around? Oh, gosh. Um, I'll go first if you want. Yeah. I personally am going to say that I think that to an extent, I think the bad outweighs the good that, that comes with it. Hmm. I feel I feel the opposite. I was gonna say I think the good outweighs oh, the bad. Good, yeah, I think the good outweighs the bad only because you have you just have access to so much information. Like, okay, for example, do you remember being? I mean, me. I've always been a person who likes math, but I remember being in elementary, middle, high school, and teachers always telling me, you got to learn how to do this. You won't have a calculator at your hands all the time. And it's like, oh, really? I have one on my phone. What do you mean? Mm -hmm. So like, just like stuff like that for like people who might not be good at math, having a calculator on hand, you know, is good or just everything that you can access via your phone, the opportunities that you have, I think is good. I would counter argue that by saying that you have too much available and it doesn't make you appreciate the things that you have to really, really kind of work to understand and work to grasp, you know what I mean? That don't come outside your cell phone. Okay. Perfect example. You mentioned having a calculator in your phone so you can kind of just simply avoid having to do certain things by hand. Mm-hmm. But there were many of people before whom that situation wasn't their reality. And once more, what if on that one day your phone dies? Or what if your phone does a smartphone and it just doesn't feel like operating correctly that day? So I'm not saying to to not learn how to do the essentials. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying I'm just I just say that to say that, you know, bec- because we have this this great black device in our hands, we kind of take for granted some of the other things that go with this thing called life, which is learning, experiencing, and just having that one-on-one human interaction with another human being. Yeah, that's, I, I do agree with that, but I still think the good outweighs the bad. I mean, just the general opportunity, like for example, the fact that we have our own podcast, we wouldn't be able to do that if we didn't easily have access to smartphones. The fact that we Agreed. do all of our um all of our promo pictures and stuff like that. We do all of that ourselves via our phone. We yeah. would we would be paying somebody else to do that, a, a graphic designer to do all that stuff, but now we're able to cut costs because we can do that ourselves. So I think it depends. And I, and I probably say the good outweighs the bad just because I'm thinking of like me and I'm thinking of like the balance I personally have with like during my Monday through Friday job, I don't have my phone during the day. So I really have like a separation from my phone throughout the day. Whereas when I come home, I can do all the stuff we ought to do for our show. I can do any social media stuff I want to do. I can do any personal research I want to do for me creating my own business one day. Like I can do all that stuff just by having my phone, you know, once I get off of work. Right. I think having that access to information is certainly a, a, a positive that comes with having a phone that you can't really dispute. Having said that, I think that because we have because we have those cell phones, it it kind of negatively impacts our willingness to want to go out and just simply talk to someone else because it's like why am I I don't need to go bother that person. I'll just do it myself. I'll get on the internet, I'll google it, I'll figure it out on my own rather than say, "Hey, let me go to a seminar. Let me go listen to this person talk. Let me just hit this person That's up true. and say, hey, can I pick your brain for 10, 15 minutes over 
a pastry or something that's like that. true but i think again i think it depends on the person it's and certainly I think a once preference you're, once you mature more within yourself and within your career you'll be able to do more things like that like me i'm always like hitting people up like hey do you want to like like you said just meet to like do a little mentoring session really quick like yeah but that's me but I think where where the where I ultimately draw that line about saying the good outweighs the bad is just it allows for and we've talked about all of this earlier in the show it allows for you know a lot of pocket watching a lot of hating a lot of just people doing malicious things yeah and all of that other just out and out sucker shit that comes with technology I think has ultimately kind of put a stain on the way that I think it was created to be used right yeah i agree with that but yeah so let's just wrap up there we hope you guys enjoyed the show let us know what you think about smartphones and if it's killing us make sure you follow us online at sweet 732 pod and make sure you comment share subscribe like all of that yep and make sure you follow our personal pages at matt smalls three and and at miss london too and also as it is officially women's history month be sure to follow our page as we're going to be shedding the spot or shining i should say the spotlight on major influential woman figures that have played their part in shaping the history of our great world. And that has been Sweet 732, the podcast. Thanks for listening. I swear it feels so good. I never let go with a dream in me. It wasn't too many could really see it in me. I watched they pose, not really friends. Tell me first they ain't believe it. Now they throw it down. It's like it's so good. Man, what a year, what a year. Fake niggas show they color, so I ever forget. So they said we too different, man. It is what it is. Cause I dealt with some things I probably never forgive. I just stumbled on it. You hope you real as you feel. If not a night, it's cool whenever we chill. Go up a further we build. This nightlife got me tired of the thrills. Too cheap for come with chasing a mill. Let me know how you feel. I found my escape. Them beats gon' play. A backwood honey berry with a 1.8. I need a record for the club, what the DJ say. But I am sweating too much. I just go and do my thing. I put on far from thugging. Started with nothing. Got a flow short of gun and discussion. Rappers be bluffing this. All of a sudden, they be tired of the mumbling. Want a nigga give them more some substance. Where it feels so good. Remember when it was a dream to me. And now this shit moving. Know what that means to me. That feeling they telling me what it means to them. Used to didn't notice. Now they say my latest feels so good. Yeah. So good. So, 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 they say it's so good. So, 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 so